What's the deal is, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Long Days with Klani Yanni, your favorite medicated talk show host on the internet. What a week in the USA and the world and the galaxy. Not even the aliens are interested this week. There have been no sightings except for one alien sighting in court in California, I assume, where Britney Spears is going to war with her dad over a 13-year-old conservator thing where he's holding her money because she likes to talk to walls and lick lemons. Uh, black holes, are they racist? Are they not? Well, a Cornell professor thinks it's racist that black holes are black, so we shouldn't call them black. We should call them white holes, even though they appear to be black. Um, Hong Kong, no longer not part of China. What is it? Um, did they do COVID in order to get those protesters off the street? Probably. Milo Yapa Papa 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 Papadich is now straight. He is no longer gay and he's starting a therapy group. Guess where? Of course, Florida. He's asking for your donations for him to buy stuff for himself because that's the way Sean King does it. This is long days. What's up, Dallas? I don't know, guys. I don't know what to tell you. There's uh, an easy way to get money, and I don't blame anyone who can convince people that they can either talk to dead, talk to the deads, okay? They are raising money for police brutality victims, or they're convincing you that they're now straight, no longer like glue guns, and are only into mud puddles and calamari, and they want your donations to uh, fund their therapy group um, because they are persona non grata on the internet. Do you know what you have to do to be persona non grata on the internet? Do you know what you have to say? You have to admit that uh, you were uh, having sex with an older man when you were a minor and there's nothing wrong with that. You have to say, hey, you know what? Uh, a lot of Catholic priests are mentoring some of these childs in um, Catholic school. You got to say that the uh, Newtown parents are crisis actors and their babies were anatomic 3D simulations. That's what you have to do to be persona non grata. You got to be president of the United States to be persona non grata on the internet. Because everyone is accepted on the internet. Give us your poor, give us your hungry, give us your mentally ill, give us your grifters, give us your desperate, give us your Yanni long days, give us your fucking everybody, okay? Give us your Joe Rogans, okay? Give us your vitamin D cures corona takes. Everything is welcome on the internet. The internet is the new Statue of Liberty, except the Statue of Liberty that is the internet is on meth. If Lady Liberty was on meth, she would be the internet. The internet welcomes everybody. There's nothing more 
participatory or democratic than the internet. So if you get fucking thrown out of the internet, you're fucking fully Franks and Beans Incorporated. And I'm starting this episode by talking about my favorite fake Greek, Milo Yamanopoulos. I never learned his name and I never will. Milos Upatikitis. Milo Yapakapaka. So Milo has put up a video, um, Milo Yampanopoulos from, uh, you know, you remember him. He was, he's, he's a very flamboyant gay British guy. How the fuck did he get uh, residency? Like what corporation gave him his 6-9? I'm just pretending like I know what the immigration paper is. Is it a K-9? I think it's a K-9, right? Or is that a dog? There's some, a K-1. There's some document that you get when you're an immigrant that allows you to come into this country. And usually it's a company or corporation that sponsors you. I'll tell you what, the Yanni Long Days podcast has not sponsored him. So I don't know how Yanni Papa Popovich is even in this country. What are these fucking foreigners doing here? Living here, we got enough, okay? If you're not Mexican, you're not welcome. If you can't put up drywall, we got enough takes, we got enough TV hosts. Why the fuck is Trevor Noah and the fat gay guy who pretends to be straight on Channel 2... Where did they come from? Who's asking for that straight gay guy? What's his name? Barney Rubble. What's his fucking name? Fatty. Yeah, let's call him Lip Syncs McGee in the car. Yeah, who's clamoring for that guy? We have enough takes. We have enough TV hosts. What are they doing here? Okay, so Milo Yapodopoulos is uh, persona non grata on the internet, but now he's making a comeback. As grifters do. They're like cockroaches and stand-up comedians. You can't kill them. They're coming back with another one. And I say, this is a good one. And I give him credit. He's coming back saying he's straight. He's been reformed. Nobody knows by who. I don't know who did it. I think the only person that could turn a gay guy straight is Maria Menounos. That's a fine piece of pus pus. I have to say it like that because my wife watches. But let's be honest. Maria Menounos is a fucking pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. She is so much of a piece because you can't tell if she's walking down the street or if I'm trying to start my old Honda. She's such a pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. She sounds like a car rolling down the street that has a flat tire. That's how much of a fucking piece she is. And she's the only one that could turn Milo Yampanopoulos gay. I mean, straight. So he's straight now. You know, um... He's straight. No more glue guns for him. And so now he wants to, he he doesn't want to do this for anyone's money. He's not asking for donations for him. He's gainfully employed right now at, 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 at who knows where. But he's asking for donations for people to give him money so he can start his therapy center. He hasn't picked a location in Florida and he has no therapists. But he says he wants the money first. So go watch the video for yourself. He's saying we need to raise money to hire therapists and to open up the center. And he's only doing this because he's such a good-hearted human being, okay, that he wants to share the gospel of being cured of your gaydom. Um, I, I, here's the thing. If there was a cure for gay, I feel like, once once a guy looks up after sucking your dick and goes, was that good? I don't think that's an experience you can ever come from. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I don't ever want to let a guy suck my dick 
because it's just, you know, people say, hey, uh, you know, people say, hey, seeing uh, Jason Momoa without his shirt on will turn you gay. I think you can recover from that. I think you can recover from seeing the movie. What was the movie where the guys were dancing in Florida? They were, that one guy's in it who obviously let some Hollywood executive fuck him to get his place. Chase, what's his name? Cocktail, that's Tom Cruise. We're dating ourselves now. It was, a, it was a more movie. The guy was also in 21 Jump Street. What's that movie? Johnny Depp, no. God damn, Magic Mike, baby. Now, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. If there's one movie that could turn you gay, it's Magic Mike. That's the only fucking movie that can turn you gay is Magic Mike. And the only thing that can turn you straight is Maria Menounos. That is a scientific fact, and I'm submitting it for peer review. And by peer review, I mean I'm submitting it to Tim Dillon and Andrew Schultz. And Joe Rogan, COVID scientist of the year, for peer review. So look, I say hats off. If people donate to this cause and they actually believe, because uh, have, have you ever seen a fully gay guy? I'm talking about a fully charged, fully charged $3 bill. If you want to see a fully charged $3 bill, all you got to do is go to the Pride Parade in New York City. If anyone can turn any one of those guys who have half leather shorts on and a rainbow painted on their face with a dildo half in their ass while they're dancing to Lady Gaga, if you can turn that guy gay because you're Jesus, that's you got a better chance of turning water into wine than turning Richard Simmons into a straight guy. Are you kidding me? If you could take Tim Dillon and make him care about the NBA playoffs, I will give you my Patreon. I will give you my Patreon. Tim Dillon's a good friend of mine. He's a fully charged $3 bill. Okay? <laughs> when we go to the bodegas together, I get Susie Q's and he gets Twinkies. He gets packs and packs of Twinkies. <laughs> so it's very funny. This is his newest grift, Milo. It's his resurgence. He's straight. He's obviously, come on. I mean, you know, I don't have to say it. He's obviously doing it for attention and to raise money for himself. And it's a really effective move because he will get donations from people who are barely sliding into human, a lot of which have short haircuts and net fat, and um, who believe that it's a fan. Um, and a lot of those women secretly masturbate to lesbian fantasies um, because it's called hypocrisy. Um, being gay is a part of nature. We know that. I mean, look at, look at our closest cousins, right? The, um, the Bonaboo chimps. Bonaboo chimps are bisexual, okay? They, uh, they're, they're homosexual. You see it in the Bonaboo chimps. Homosexuals have always been around. And they, they're, when they paint their faces up and they throw a wig on, they're very, very useful during the end of an empire when guys want to cheat on their wives and they don't want the risk of getting somebody pregnant. A hole's a hole, baby. Put a wig on it. Um... So hats off to Milo. If you can convince people to send you money, then do it. If those people don't think you're going to take that money and buy lunch with it because you're hungry, then that's on them. So it's America. It's America. You're here to be a con man, okay? 
half of the economy now is con men. The other half of the economy is in China. And that's it. So hats off to Milo for coming up with a good one. I mean, this is a good one. That's a really good one. Um, it's almost as good as being a flamboyantly gay, alt-right uh, guy who looks the other way when he's at a party and guys are doing Nazi salutes. That's fun. That they let him in shows that the Nazis have gotten quite progressive. Uh, Harvio wants to say that my the left side of my head looks like Donald Duck's ass. The hustle is real. That is right, Miller Jeff 99. I love China. Someone just said, I love China. Say it. I love China, and I will say it because I'm not stupid. And I know that that security law that they just passed months ago um, to get a stranglehold on Hong Kong will soon be coming to Brooklyn, New York. And they're starting in Bay Ridge. Trust me, if you live here, you know. You know they're here, baby. The Chinese are here. They're here. So hats off to Milo. Look, if you're a woman in Long Island with big hair and you can convince people that you can talk to the deads and they pay you millions of dollars and put you on TV, am I going to blame her? She's an entertainer. No, I'm going to, again, blame a failure in public education because here's the deal. Nobody can talk to the deads because the deads can't talk. They're dead. Okay, and if they could talk, do you think they're going to fucking communicate to you through a woman called uh, what's her name? The Long Island medium. You think they're going to fucking send their message through the someone, a housewife from Long Island. You know what I love about mediums? You know, what my favorite thing is Jess, that they can talk to the dead, which is, is there a bigger power than that? Talking to dead people is a pretty big power. They can talk to the dead, but do you ever notice they have a bad connection? They're like, I'm sorry, we haven't, up, we haven't upgraded to 4G towers yet. Um, I hear a B. Is, does anyone lose a member in your extended family, friend or friends of friends or acquaintances or anyone that you read about in the news whose name starts with a B, a C, a D, or a K? No, okay, no, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. It's not coming in clear. It's like, what do you have, Metro PCS? What's the deal? Why don't you have AT&T? Why can't you fucking hear the dead people? You can hear them, but not well. Is that how the talent goes? The talent is, it's like fucking static. It's like listening to AM radio. Who knew that the dead people's frequency is fucking AM radio? Who knew dead people's frequency is when you're crossing state lines between Connecticut and New York and Z100 switches to a country station? Who the fuck knew? What's the tell us? If Yanni and Tim Dillon made a sex tape, I'd pay. <laughs> Does anyone have a grandmother who passed? Does anyone have a grandmother who passed? A great-grandmother. Okay, yeah, I, I'm hearing um, she wants. And this is what they always come through to tell you. They always come through to tell you that they're okay. They say they want you to know that she's okay. And those people go, okay, good. Okay, good. I'm glad she's okay because I thought she was dead. I thought she was dead. So thank God she's okay because I thought she was rotting in the ground and worms were eating her. Thank God she's okay. I appreciate that. How great would it be if one of the mediums, John Edward or the Long Island medium, was like, okay, uh, your grandmother's saying she's not okay. Um, she's in hell right now. Uh, a devil, uh, one of the devil, uh, it, it, oh God, it's Hitler. 
Hitler, uh, he, he got a high-ranking job in hell because the devil really liked his work. And Hitler is fucking your grandmother in the ass. She is getting sodomized for eternity. Ooh, and it's because she stole cookies and didn't tell anyone about it. She's not okay. She wants you to know she's not okay. But she wants you to repent for all your sins so you don't have to join her down there. So she's looking out for you. I'm sorry to tell you your grandma's not okay. She's dead. She was okay when she was alive and healthy. But now she's dead. And she's in hell. I'm sorry. They're always in heaven. They're always doing fine. They're always doing fine. If being dead was so fine, why are we all scared to go there? Because it's unknown. I'll tell you why we're scared. Because we're healthy. And as Crystalia would say, life rips. <laughs> i tell you when you want to die. When you got stage four cancer. Or you got COVID and you're scared like me. I was scared. That's when death seems like a, a good option. You know, that's why John Stamos is going to drink the blood of children till he's dead because that kid does not want to die. Heaven, like I said, is a downgrade for John Stamos. Madonna is, her face looks like a scream mask right now and she will continue to drink the blood of, of scared children and get plastic surgery done until the last day because she does not want to go. Who would want to stop being Madonna? Okay, now, if your name is and you were born in the Ivory Coast, and you got one arm cut off because the diamond you mined wasn't pure, death sounds like a decent option, you know? But that's, it's all relative. Plato's allegory of the cave, the amenities of modernity have made it so none of us want to die. But your grandmother's fine. Hats off. Hats off to Long Island Medium. Hats off to Milo Yapanopoulos and hats the fuck off to the goat, to the goat. I get goosebumps even when I'm about to say his name. The goat, Sean King. The Michael Jordan of grifters, baby. I'm talking about a fucking first ballot Hall of Fame grifter. Here's a guy who started his grift before he even made it to the NBA, dog. He was an all-city, all-state, five-star grifting recruit from when he was five years old when apparently he started his plan to live his life to his advantage, which is progress. Let's say that's progress. There's a lot of racism left in this country, but Sean King clearly chose blackness and not because it was a disadvantage to him. That's at least some progress. It used to be people wanted to pass as white. Now at least some people, Rachel Dolezal, La Bumbayala, my favorite, and Sean King, amongst others, Want to pass as white. I mean, as black. Shit. Fuck, man. Come on, man. Want to pass as black. So that is some progress. Sean King. His story is heartwarming. He grew up in a middle-class suburban area of Kentucky. Found out when he was five years old. When he was five years old, his mother sat him down. He said, Mom. Mom. Here's a deal. He said, moms, can I speak to you moms? <laughs> he said, yo, ma, 
Hey, yo, ma, let me holler at you for a minute. That's my brother, right? All right, bat, 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 word, word, ha, 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 oh, word, word, I, 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 wow, wow. Here's the deal. My brother is white. He got that, he got that Indian hair. He got that straight hair, man. He got that white hair. Um, you're white. I mean, look at you, Karen. Yeah, moms, I'm calling you Karen because I know you got inherent racism in you. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, um, now, dad, I'm named after you, right? Yeah, Jeffrey Sean. My real name is Jeffrey, but they call me Sean because they didn't want to get me confused with pops. They didn't call me Jeff Jr. because you feel me? That's not that name. Just that name is corny, dog. That name is corny. And Sean Kingston is, is 40. So he was like, yo, man, that I don't want to be a herb. Yeah, I mean, you make him your herb with the name Jeffrey. I ain't a Jeffrey. I'm a Sean. Y'all mean call me Sean. Why Sean? Isn't it crazy that I did a sketch called Why Sean like 10 years before Sean, White Sean, came into reality? What haven't I predicted? Maurice, White Sean, the pandemic, the end of the world? He said, Moms, what's the deal? How come I feel? How come when I, how come, how come I'm in love with Jordan so much? How come when I see the, the Jordan ones, I cry? Yo, how, yo, how come? Why is that? She says, Sean, you're only five years old, but let me sit you down. Sean, let me sit you down. Um, mommy's a whore. Mommy's a big whore who can't get enough of fucking hog. Okay? And one of those dicks that I happen to cheat on your dad with Okay, he doesn't know about it, so don't tell him. This is just between me and a five-year-old. <laughs> I'm just confiding in my five-year-old son. And the only reason I'm confiding is because he wants to know why he looks at his family and they're all white and they're reading Newsweek and why I'm reading The Source. My son, Sean, wants to know why he's reading The Source at five years old. Sean, the reason is because mommy swallowed a black, black deck who was your father, okay? It's hard to know because at that time, I was, I, was, I was banging all of the Golden State Warriors. They weren't even in fucking Oakland at that time, okay? I also fucked Larry Johnson, okay? I thought you were Larry Johnson's kid for a second. Basketball fans will get that. I thought you were Sean Kemp. I thought you were Sean Kemp's son for a second. But then I realized, then I realized that I fucked Devin Booker's father. He's a very light-skinned black guy. And I want to make that clear to you, Sean, because in years in the future, people are gonna think you're white because your birth certificate says you're white. And before you cut your hair low, you look very white and your whole family's white. There's not a black family member you ever met. You grew up in a white household in a white area. So people in the future, they're gonna say, Sean, we question whether you're white because you are white. So they're going to say, Sean, are you white? And you're going to go, no. My mom told me when I was five, when parents tend to tell their kids that they fucked guys behind their father's backs, you know, five. That's the age parents usually sit their kids down and say, I fucked another guy. Your dad doesn't know about it. Don't tell anyone. That's the age that usually that talk happens. Sean, 
I fucked a black guy and that's your dad. Although it was hard to know, like I said, because I did fuck Sean King and I did fuck Larry Johnson. <laughs> so you're a very light-skinned, you're a very light-skinned black guy whose father was also a very light-skinned black guy and your destiny is to get an Oprah scholarship that usually goes to an underprivileged, deserving African-American child. But we're going to give it to you, Sean, to go to an all-black school. Give him credit, dog. Give him credit. I think he should be grandfathered in as a black guy. If you live as a black guy, let, let me tell you how good the grift is. Let's just take a second to appreciate the fucking goat for a second, dog. If I cut my hair low and went to Howard University and told everyone there I was black, and, and, the, and the first time someone started doing the kid and play kick step, and I did it and didn't arise suspicion from an all-black school, I deserve a fucking hood pass. Because you know either Sean King, when everyone started doing the kid and play kick step, or when House Party came on and they started doing... They started doing that shit. You know, he either was like, nah, 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 dancing, you know, I'm for this, I'm, you know, yeah, I mean, that's not for me. Or he did it good. And he fooled an entire all-black university that he was black. He fooled Oprah that he was black. He fooled an all-black university was black. He faked a hate crime, which there's no record of. There's no hospital records of these major injuries he, he, he said he had. He posted on his Facebook fan page a picture of him in a neck brace that was from a car accident, but he wanted you to assume that was from the hate crime that never happened. I know all about Sean King because I'm studying the GOAT. Okay, he's the go to Griff's. Why do you think I have a news show and I'm a scientist? It's because I say I am. Because my mom, when I was five, sat me down and said, I know you think Chris Pappas is your father, but I fucked a very, very Turkish, <laughs> a Turkish scientist and journalist behind Chris Pappas's back. And that's why you're so smart with science and news. Giannis. So if anyone ever questions me, I am a scientist and I am a journalist because my mom had an affair with one and she told me when I was five. Guys, we're brought to you again by Sunday Scaries CBD products. Get yourself on to Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scaries helps you do away with the Sunday Scaries. Right, everyone gets that anxiety when they gotta go back to work on Monday. You got that re-entry anxiety from the pandemic. You know, your wife's telling you to lower the TV because the baby's sleeping. Is that just me? Yeah, that's me. That's what the bags under my eyes are really about. I get no sleep, I got a baby. So what helps me through that is Sunday Scaries. I like the unicorn jerky, that's what I take because it's rainbow and it smells like hemp, but it's also fruity. Tastes like candy. So it's very nice and it goes down and it mellows you right out. CBD and its medicinal properties will calm you down. And you got to stay calm. You want to talk to that girl? Okay? Your heart is racing? Pop a unicorn jerky. You'll be right back in business. Calm like a cucumber. You want to be calm like a cucumber? Go to sundayscaries.com. Get yourself 25% off your order using the promo code Giannis, all you got to do is spell my name, throw it in the promo code, get 25% off, and do away with your existential dread. Sunday scaries. Not only for Sundays, 
seven days a week. It's time to mow down those fumes. You can't be rolling out of the house with a full bush. This is not the 1970s. You want to be crisp and clean like a dolphin to get the fumes away. The fumes accumulate in your hair. Now, I'm a scientist, okay? I went to scientist school, and the deal is when you get that aroma of fumare, that's because you got a bush, Time to shave it down. You got to manscape your ball sack and your schween area. Get that glue gun looking crispy, okay? You got, you got fresh sneakers on. You got a fresh outfit on. But the reason why you're not confident is because you know if you're, if you're going to hook up, especially in the summer, you got to mow down that summer steam. It is hot right now. Do not hook up without first manscaping to get rid of the fumes, guys. Manscaped has just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. 4.0. Not 3.0. This is the new 4.0. Okay? And it comes with a whole bunch of other products. So go to manscaped.com right now and get 20% off and free shipping with the code fumes let's get rid of those fumes together guys i use it let's get rid of those fumes together guys i use it i use it it's the goat of ball trimming products you have to be your dick's barber and manscaped gives you the tools in order to have no fumare manscaped.com go there right now promo code fumes for free shipping and 20% off your order they also throw in a couple of free gifts for you in the performance package 4.0 you get some boxers and a travel bag so what's the dollars so hats off to Sean so now he's in a little bit of trouble he's been in a little bit of trouble on black Twitter black Twitter has been going at Sean for a while and now Tamir Rice's mom just today Okay, a couple days ago when you see this, issued a tweet saying, I never met, I never met you, Sean. I don't know who you are. You raising money in my son's name. And then she went to say, you're a white guy pretending to be black. <laughs> and she said, you sent me a check for $60,000. Where's the rest of the other money? And Sean said, I don't know. It fell. It fell. That other money fell. Did I ask you your permission to raise money in your son's name using his tragedy to make myself the spokesperson for his tragedy? No, you didn't check with me. Um, but we can assume that only $60,000 was raised and that that $60 check, $60,000 check was given to Tamir Rice's mother. Tamir Rice, is her mom, his mom, um, thinks otherwise because... She is transracially phobic. She's transracial phobic. Okay? Sean identifies as black. He's black, dog. Like I said, if you go to an all-black school and convince the whole university that you're black and then make it all the way to your 30s before anyone questions it or looks into your birth certificate <laughs> or finds any uh, pictures of you when you were a kid and you look white. Have you ever seen me as a kid and Sean? I posted on my Instagram. Scroll back. Everyone scroll back on my Instagram, Giannis Pappas. I posted a picture of Sean King as a kid and me as a kid. We actually look like the same kid. We actually look very much alike. 
And I get it. I found out I have, I got some Arab DNA and I have some Turkish DNA. So Sean King apparently did his 23andMe and he found out he had 1% African-American. That's good enough. That's good enough for him and for Elizabeth Warren. She's 1% Native American. Turns out she's 0% anything. But she told people she was um, because it was an advantage to her. So that's progress. People are saying there are something that they used to hide. Even if, let's say, Sean King is 3% black or 7% black. He identifies as black. I say call him black. I'm actually for him being black. Why not? Why the fuck not, dude? I'm a scientist. What's the difference? So Sean King, uh, she ended her, Tamir Rice's mom ended her tweet her letter, I'm sorry it was a letter that was posted in tweets, uh, white man in caps. <laughs> so that's the funny part. She ended the thing going, okay, Sean, and then comma, and then all claps, white man. So um, hats off to the goat, Sean. We all learned a lot from you. And um, I'm gonna, I would like you to... Um, be in charge of my marketing dog because you pulled off one of the biggest marketing grifts of all time. You know, fuck McDonald's. You know, fuck McDonald's using Michael Jordan to say, eat McDonald's. As if Michael Jordan's nutritionist ever allowed him to eat McDonald's. Don't you love it how uh, LeBron James, who spends millions of dollars on his body every year, sells Sprite? How many times do you think LeBron James has a Sprite? I'll tell you how many. Zero, he's drinking fucking quinoa kiwi water and he's having quinoa salads and all healthy, all healthy vegetables. At no point does he go, dog, I'm thirsty, let me get a Sprite. At no point, he's drinking coconut water and that's that. So Sean King, what, you know, the thing is, Sean King, like his talent, shouldn't he be on Madison Avenue? Like a sociopath like that? Like, you worked in advertising. Like, you probably met some of the, some crocodiles. Like, you looked into their eyes, and they were like, okay, so we got this account, Camel. <laughs> Our goal is to make a character that entices children to smoke uh, cancer air. So let's throw him in a convertible with a hot chick and make the ads in the bodegas low enough the average height of children is low, so we get children and midgets smoking. Okay, we're going to put fiberglass. Our client is Newport. Okay, they're paying us millions and millions of dollars, Jesse Scatoro. I need you and Tim Mattimore to come up with a scene that is idyllic for black people. Let's be honest, black people love, they can't get enough of the mint and the cigarette. So... What would be a dream for black people? I want them skiing. I want their teeth white as fucking snow. No tar stains. They're smiling. They're laughing. And they're giggling. And do it. Sean King could have easily created that ad. Sean King could have easily been like rose to the top of Saatchi and Saatchi selling, selling Newports to the black community. Instead, he's selling trauma and himself as the savior. He's done some good stuff, though, so I don't know. I mean, I, I think you can't, you can't hate the player, hate the game. 
Milo Yapanopoulos, Jeffrey Sean King. I take my hats off to you guys. What this country has done to Rachel Dolezal, she's the Louis C.K. of the transracial cancel movement. Louis C.K. took his dick out and jerked off in front of a couple of people who he asked if he could take his dick out and jerk off. Is it creepy? Yes. Is it predatory? It's questionable. I don't think so. You know what I mean? A fucking... A, a pudgy, redheaded fucking... And when he did it, he was just like a headliner. He wasn't like Louis C.K. He was just... He was like Giannis Pappas, who's going to be in Albany at the Albany Improv. I mean, he, he there was not like that much of a power dynamic in 2000 or whenever he was accused of doing that. Um, So he kind of took the fall for a lot of people. Like, they came down here because he was a big name. You know? He was a big fucking name, and he issued that big apology, and so he took a lot of heat. You know, and I think Rachel Dolezal, who uh, got a P.O. box and was sending hate mail to herself. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing funnier. Um, she was sending hate mail to herself from uh, supposed white supremacists. She took a lot of heat because of her. She's a pioneer. I mean, she's the Lewis and Clark of like fake hate crimes. I mean, Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett, I mean, he's probably getting paid to show up at clubs. Jesse Smollett is a celebrity. Jesse Smollett's probably showing up at Miami nightclubs getting an appearance fee. And Rachel Dolezal is eating bugs out of her garden to survive. It's not fair. It's not fair. She at least rose to the head of a local chapter of the NAACP. Give her some fucking credit. Sean King, okay, he was working for the Young Turks. He had a column in some paper. All right? He did some good work. And Jesse Smollett gets to walk away free and publicize Subway at the same time. You don't think Subway cut him a check for that story? Then you don't know how the real world works, Drew. Okay? Welcome to the real fucking world. You were a college student up until a couple of minutes ago. Subway planned that whole fucking thing for the same reason that China caused COVID so they could get a grip on Hong Kong. I said it. I said it. I fucking said it. I'm Alex Jones. Now give me all the hits. I'm having a sword fight on here with Andrew Schultz in two minutes. I'm going to punch Akash Singh and carry him out of here. I said it. I said it. Do you remember all those protests in Hong Kong before COVID? People rising up, pro-democracy, students rising up. Guess what put them all indoors? Guess what China wants the most? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong is Helena Troy for China. Hong Kong wanna, wants the... China wants to fuck Hong Kong bad. Her beauty is fucking nice. It's a great city that the British handed over to China under one condition. They remain semi-autonomous. And China says, no, fuck that. Fuck that. One China. One China. And we say, yeah, 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 yeah. No, just shut up. Every year we ignore it. They ain't gonna do shit. They ain't gonna do shit. China gets more powerful, more powerful, more powerful. Starts clamping down a little bit more with their allies in the government in Hong Kong. Then the next thing you know, COVID hits and all those protesters go inside. And during the pandemic, China coincidentally passes 
a quote-unquote new security law. And let's, let's take a look at that security law. Let's take a little peek. Do you guys want to have a peek? I'll try to read this in Mandarin. Okay, Hong Kong security law. Now, you guys don't know about this stuff because you're in America and, and all that matters is who Jake Paul's fighting next. Um, but uh, here is what the new law's key provisions are. Um, and this is what it means for the citizens of Hong Kong. Friend and ally to the West. Coveted by China. The CCP China. I'm not talking about Ali Wong Chinese. I'm talking about CCP. So when I criticize, when I say China, I'm talking about the communist government of China, not my good friend Ali Wong and her sister and brethren. John McCavey was found dead with poop in his mouth. Comment roulette. Someone's just posting Israeli flags over and over again. That train is never late. We're talking about Hong Kong, and somehow someone in my comments is trying to tie that to the Jews. I mean, because being the head of the class, you're just going to get hate from the back of the room. And Israel and the Jews are just, the Jews have always been head of the class. Emphasize education, good at shit, and they're always fucking raising their hand and being a little annoying. And the back of the class is just always going to throw spitballs at the back of your yarmulke. Yamakas just get lit up with spitballs by the fucking stupid kids in the back. It's very funny that there's a kid in here. I'm talking about Hong Kong. And somehow he's trying to communicate to me through emojis that somehow Israel's behind this. Okay. So uh, am I being clear that I'm not for that conspiracy? Okay. We got to do a segment called Ask a Jew, meaning like, Am I, am I cool? Am I not anti-Semitic? I'm friend. When I die, I want on my tombstone to read Giannis Pappas, a.k.a. Yanni Longnays, friend of the female comedian, friend of trans women, friend of the Jewish people, friend of the Muslim people, not friend of the CCP. Friend. So... Crimes of secession, subversion, terrorism, collusion with foreign forces are punishable by maximum sentence of life in prison. Provision number one. Provision number two. Damaging public transport. There will be no graffiti, even political or otherwise. Uh, that will be considered terrorism. Did you hear that, Jess? So if you want to go bomb with RD in Hong Kong, it's considered terrorism. <laughs> That's not extreme. Uh, those found guilty will not be allowed to stand for public office. Okay, that's a little sum. Beijing will establish a new security office in Hong Kong. Oh, hello. So, hi. They are coming. Um, so, uh, Switzerland, uh, Austria. Uh, hello. As I am uh, a pontiff for, uh, for uh, mein Führer. We're just coming here to the country. Just kind of look around and just oversee what's happening. Not to, we, you don't worry. We're not looking over your shoulder. Just a little something. We're just coming a little bit here. Oh, hi. The, hello, it's Hungary. We're just some Germans just going to look around for the real estate prices. No big deal. No big deal. So, obviously, I'm showing uh, where we've heard this type of stuff before. So, Beijing has established 
Uh, I'll just read this with a German accent. No security office in Hong Kong. With its no law enforcement personnel, neither of which would come under the local authorities' jurisdiction. Now, for the Franks and Beans followers, of which there are many, listen to this podcast. What that means is China is bringing its own law enforcement personnel. Um, Those would be called the SS (laughs) in the 1940s. And they are not subject to Hong Kong's local uh, authorities' jurisdiction. Meaning if some Hong Kong cop goes, stop, you can't, you know, you can't do that to the child. You can't shoot him. They go, sorry, I work for Mein Fuhr. So um, the offices also can send some cases to be tried in mainland China. Okie dokie. Um, but Beijing said it will only have that power over a tiny, just a little number. <laughs> just a tiny number of cases, nothing big. Don't worry, United States. Don't worry, England. Don't worry, NATO. Don't worry. Just a small just a small amount of cases we'll take back to mainland China where they will never be heard from again and will be sent with the Ugar Muslims to fucking mine child hearts and rhino horns. Um, in addition, Hong Kong will have to establish its own National Security Commission to enforce the laws with a Beijing-appointed advisor. Hi, my name is Pontius Pilate. I work for the Caesar, and I run shit now. Hong Kong's chief executive will have the power to appoint appoint judges to hear national security cases. Wow. So, uh, hey, your name is... You were a judge? Get out. Get out. What are you talking about, get out? I'm a judge. Get the fuck out. I have orders from my Führer that you now work at the Panera Bread. Enjoy. Hong Kong likes Western business. Go hand out puzzles at Panera Bread and Hong Kong Avenue. You're no longer a judge. Here's a new judge from China. I mean, how is this not bigger fucking... How is this not talked about on every fucking podcast? Or is it because two people are too busy talking about Tony Hinchcliffe saying the C word? Which he shouldn't have done. Or are we too busy talking about trans fucking women power lifters? Are we listening to these provisions? Do I get too loud sometimes? It's a symptom of my um, tumor, which a fan said they don't want me, they don't want Jesse to ever take me to the doctor to get the tumor shrunk because the come on Biden um, segments are too good. So they want me, my cancerous tumor in my head to grow just for their entertainment. Um, importantly, Beijing will have power over how the law should be interpreted. (laughs) Not any Hong Kong judicial or policy body. If the law conflicts with any Hong Kong law, the Beijing law takes priority. I mean, China has taken Hong Kong what you call surreptitiously. Look the word up. This is what they've wanted to do. This is what they said they were going to do. And they're so smart and savvy now. They did it in a way where everyone's got their fucking head in their ass while it's happening. And coincidentally, this security law took effect during COVID. And COVID originated in Wuhan, where there was a coronavirus lab 
in Wuhan. Don't ban me, Facebook. I'm just saying what Jon Stewart said. Some trials will be... <laughs> this is a good one, Jess. You're going to like this one because you have a brain. Um, here's another provision. Some trials will be heard behind closed doors. I mean, this is too good. Right under our nose. People suspected of breaking the law can be wiretapped and put under surveillance. What's the Dallas? What's the Dallas? People don't really understand the importance of Hong Kong as an outpost for Western democracy and a foothold for the West in the East and how much that bothered China and how much China wanted Hong Kong and how much now they've taken it. Um, while we were busy um, making sure grandma didn't die in Louisville, Kentucky. Management of foreign non-governmental organizations and news agencies will be strengthened. The law will also apply to non-permanent residents and people, quote unquote, from outside Hong Kong who are not permanent residents of Hong Kong. So what that means for my Franks and Beans fans, which all Franks of which we are. Is that if you're visiting Hong Kong on vacation, right? Let's say you met a girl on Raya because you're some sort of fucking influencer and you went to Hong Kong to fuck her. And while you were staying with her, you didn't know that her apartment was wiretapped by the new judges that were implemented by this new security law via Beijing's allies in Hong Kong and Beijing and her fucking apartment was wiretapped. Not only did they find out that you can't make her come good, they also found out that you had a conversation about how the West is the best and how China is murdering Muslims. Can you put your passcode in? Franks and beans. Guess what happens to you? You become one of those very tiny fraction of cases that get extradited to Beijing for adjudication. Doesn't matter if you're a U.S. citizen, a British citizen, or a Swede on holiday. I'm just a Swede on holiday. I'm just have a month off. We don't really work. We have health care. I'm just a Swede. My name is Magnus. And I'm a Swede here. I'm going to Thailand next. I'm going to Thailand to get sun so that when I turn 40, I look like I climb Mount Everest for a living because only Swedish people beautiful till 40. Because we drink so much, we turn translucent, have heart attack, and die from depression from no sun. You go to Beijing for adjudication. So why am I talking about this? Well, because what just happened was uh, they just shut down a pro-democracy paper, right? Which was uh, our previous leader's dream to do to CNN. <laughs> so via this new security law, um, a very pro-democracy newspaper in Hong Kong was just shut down. Finito. Done. Like stand-up comedy. Over. <laughs> a lot of the weekends are going to YouTubers. The era is over. Hong Kong's autonomy is over, Johnny. You've been usurped by the CCP. So, um... Hats off to the CCP. Hats off to Sean King, the CCP, the Long Island medium, Milo Yapanopoulos. Hats off. Hats off. You guys are winning. Okay? Um, what's the guy's name I just said? Come on, From man. Schultz's podcast, he just did it. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. What's his name? The guy who said that the crisis actors in Newtown. Come on, man. Come on. 
What's his name? Alex Jones. Hats off to Alex Jones, who told his massive following that um, that the parents of the dead children in Newtown were crisis actors. And then when they brought a lawsuit against him, said that he's a comedian. <laughs> he plays a character. So, I mean, now, he, you know, he's a judge on Kill Tony. He's like a comedian now. So it's like he's doing well. I mean, he gets big fucking numbers. Hats off, dude. Hats off. Hats fucking off to the people who will do anything for a following, will do anything for the numbers. Here's the thing about becoming king of the hill. Here's the thing when you go, the only thing that matters is the money and how big I get. It makes you a lower animal. You just become the queen of a fucking hyena den. You become a lion. You're a lower animal. And the best of humanity is when we are above the basis instincts of domination and climbing to the top. When we have a nice balance of competition and a societal awareness. That's the problem. That is the problem when you do things un without a conscious, not unconsciously, with non-consciously, whatever the fuck the name. When you do things without morality, without principle, that's the consequence. Yeah, it's good for you in the short term. You make a million bucks, you get a million eyeballs on you. But these fucking mind viruses spread and these evil actors capitalize on our blind spots. Hats off, CCP. You know what our fucking blind spot is. Money. And what did you do? You shut down the global economy. You know how, um, what are the, uh, you know how uh, in Silence of the Lambs where the dude cuts the light off when Clarice Starling is breathing heavy? We didn't even know Jodie Foster was a lesbian back then. She was pissed. Okay, remember he cuts off the lights and puts on the night goggles? That's exactly what the CCP did to the world. While they took out Hong Kong, they turned the lights off. They turned the lights off and they moved under cover of darkness. Am I the only one fucking putting these together? Come on. It's not even a conspiracy. It's what you call obvious. We just want to remind you here at Long Days, we're a comedy show. This isn't to be made uh, taken seriously. I'm not Alex Jones. I don't make my money purporting to be a media head. I'm a stand-up comedian in comedy. I did not mean that at all. CC, please, please do not murder me. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. I don't know what's going on. It's the U.S.'s fault. It's racism's fault. Black holes are fucking racist. Cornell, an Ivy League school, is teaching a course about how black holes, the term black holes, is connected to racism. The, the, the thing about black holes are, Jess, I don't know if you've ever seen a black hole. You can't see them. You want to know why? Because they're black. They're completely dark. Can't we just call them dark holes? Let's make these quick compromises, all right? Like, let's go, okay, I'm, I'm spending $100,000 to send my kid to Cornell to study science, okay? Um... I understand critical race theory is permeating every field now. Instead of me spending $100,000 for him to examine whether black holes are connected to racism, the term black holes, can't we just quickly compromise and fucking scientists get together and call it dark holes? 
Just call it dark holes. But then they'll say, no, because darky is slang. Darky's a pejorative that's used by racist people. And then you're like, oh, fuck, when does this end? Just call it a white hole. It's a white hole, even though it's black. Even though it's fucking completely black. When you look at it, the color is black. The color is fucking black. We can't call it a black hole. Words cannot have two meanings anymore. You can't understand two meanings. We're not grown-ups anymore. We need to be spoon-fed, okay? Black people being called black is just, we know what that means. It doesn't mean they're fucking the color black. They're kind of more brownish and beige if you want to be. You, should we call you, 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 instead of black, should we call them, can we call black holes black, and then we'll call black people beige I mean, how, let me help. Let me help with the racism. Okay, either we call it a white hole or we call black people beige and keep it a black hole. So the racism is gone. I would love to take that course. That's one science class I think I could pass. You raise your hand and you just go, yes, it is racist. And they go, A. And you go, wait a second, when are we gonna learn about astronomy theory and all that shit? Are we gonna study quantum physics? And you go, no, not this class. This class is about the term black hole and how that is connected to racism and perpetuates stereotypes of infinitudes and platitudes of um, privilege and uh, genderless bias and witches and uh, white supremacy. Um, it's indoctrinated in um, the youth. White is good, black is bad. Um, you know, even though uh, American Express black card is uh, the top card. Um, you know, we look into everything. You know what colleges have become now? Remember the movie Boomerang? Where Martin Lawrence plays that character? It's a com We've become a comedy, dog. Like Milo Yiannopoulos' speech about opening a conversion center, it, I almost feel like I was watching Chappelle's show. It, it's like a comedy. You can't do comedy anymore because comedy's in the fucking world. It's in the fucking world. Martin Lawrence played a very hilarious character in the movie Boomerang, one of my favorite movies of all time, one of the most underrated comedies of all time, where he sees racism everywhere, right? Because like I said, nowadays, people's job is to find racism. So finding racism in some way equals job security. If you're a grifter. But Martin Lawrence was playing pool, and he's like, the game is over when the white ball drives the black ball off the fucking earth. And then, and then um, Eddie Murphy goes, oh, yeah, and I, I see. So he goes, oh, so the, 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 pool, the, the pool table's green. So that's the earth, right? And he goes, now you're thinking. Now you see what I'm saying? I mean, that's essentially a course in Cornell right now is something that was part of a comedy movie. Yanni has one black hole, eye hole, middle face. Comment roulette, where I look down, I read the comment. Thank you very much, Troy Heffel, Heffelfinger. Uh, this, is, uh, this gets screenshotted um, for contention of comment of the episode. Cool.yud wants me to know that all holes matter. <laughs> I was happy when they changed blackboards to whiteboards. And that's coming from a black kid. So, you know, there's a lot of people who have sense of humor and common sense. Yanni's eye spacing was caused by Windex exposure in utero. Sean King is as black as Zakia serving fried chicken and watermelon on Juneteenth. 
So that's comment roulette. I look down, I read what I say. Um, did they do that? That's a they might have done that, and that might have been a major uh, marketing tragedy, or that could have just been in this asshole in comment roulette, dude. First of all, watermelon and fried chicken, everyone loves. You know who loves watermelon? Greeks love watermelon. Like you could easily use that stereotypes for Greeks. Greeks are also late. Greeks and blacks have a lot in common. You know, Greek, blacks like to say, "What's up, motherfucker?" They like to say "motherfucker" a lot. Guess what Greeks do? Tikanis malaka, posisa malaka. Malaka means what's up, great champion masturbator, the number one masturbator of all time. We say malaka every other word. We we call it Greek time. There's a Greek time that's a stereotype against us because we're always late. Black people have uh, CP time. Um, there's a lot of similarities. They were enslaved for 400 years. We were enslaved by the Ottomans for 400 years. We all got big dicks. Those statues gave it away. Nobody would know if it wasn't for those fucking statues with the puny little beans. I want to see some fucking basketball player statues. I want that classical era of like Roman art to come back, Greco-Roman art, and instead they do like James Harden and the kid's just a fucking tripod. Somebody says, can I put a camera on that fucking guy? Because he's got three legs. One of those legs being a massive dick. Now here's the deal. I know it's a stereotype, but it's a good one. And here's the deal. I played basketball and I was in the locker room with a lot of black guys, okay, in high school and college. And not all black guys got big dicks, but the biggest dicks I've ever seen, shout out Tim Fudd at American University. It's, you go, you think that you need to get glasses. You're going, wait a second, is that too close? You think, you're like, my, I need, maybe I got to go see. I mean, the kid had a fucking And I'm not talking about who's the Jewish kid who was at a big dick in, in porn. Who's that Jewish kid? Uh, yeah, the guy who's getting sued or whatever now. Ron Jeremy. Je Ron Jer I'm not talking about Ron Jeremy big. I'm talking about he can't, his dick is too big to get hard. Okay, this is a Franks and Beans operation. Sergio's here. I'm talking about he'd have to hold his dick in. Okay, leave it. Because I'm talking about when he got a heart on, he fainted because all the blood went to his dick. <laughs> My mom was in rehab with Ron Jeremy. Come on, man. So Cornell, shout out to you. There's a lot of griffs going on right now. We may, we may title this episode Griffs. Um, just quick note, there was a Kentucky rave where one guy got his uh, throat slashed and another guy got impaled and um, uh, a woman was choked out by a guy. So that's exactly the type of rave I would expect in Kentucky. Fucking lit. If I go to a rave in Kentucky and somebody doesn't get their throat slit, there's not a flag that says fuck Biden and a woman doesn't get choked out. That's not a rave, dog. Okay. Raves in Kentucky, I expect at least one to four people to be dead. So shout outs to Kentucky for living up to what Kentucky does, killing people. Um, let's just pause for him to come in and we'll just cut it in. What's up, family? We are also brought to you and I'm very, very honored and happy to have this sponsor on the show. You got to get yourself some Magic Spoon cereal. It's delicious. They sent me some and now it's gonna be my breakfast of choice. We were all kids. We all love cereal. Well, guess what? This one is for kids. It's also for adults. It's for 
everybody, and it's pretty healthy. They got zero grams of sugar. I'd say that's very healthy. 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. That's only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, so if you're on keto, get with it. It's gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. You get the variety pack. That's four flavors. Uh, the cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. My favorite is the peanut butter. I love peanut butter. I love it. It's an all-star. Okay, these are great flavors, and it's healthy and delicious, and it tastes exactly like regular cereal that you enjoyed when you were a kid, but it's much, much healthier for you. So if you're a health nut, if you're concerned about your health, which you should all be, we need you healthy in order to continue to watch this show, get yourself some Magic Spoon cereal. You got to try it. Just try it, and you're going to love it, dude. It's a healthy, healthy breakfast, and it's not boring, which is fun. Everyone loves cereal. You had some, right? Jesse had some. You said it was delicious. We both love it. So what you got to do in order to get yourself and get yourself hooked on Magic Spoon cereal, this healthy-ass cereal, is go to magicspoon.com slash fumes. You know my promo code is fumes, doggies. Shout out Louis J. Gomez. Magicspoon.com slash fumes. Uh, and be sure to use the promo code fumes at checkout to save five bucks off your offer. One, two, three, four, five bucks off your order. So, Magic Spoon dot com slash fumes check it out pick your flavor they're all good um i like the peanut butter jesse what'd you like the the fruity, fruity yeah. jesse likes the fruity so this is a no-brainer guys magic spoon magic spoon.com slash fumes use the promo code fumes and get five dollars off your order so sergio's here um Obviously, Rigorous Podcast with Marisa is at patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. Her and Sergio going off. Go join. And John Stamos is back in the chat. John Stamos. I know John Stamos. The universe has brought together the great and talented John Stamos and the not-so-great John Stamos. Okay? What are the odds that my nickname is Special Needs Stamos and the real John Stamos shows up just to remind me how special needs I am? Here's the deal. John Stamos, there was just an article in the Los Angeles Times about how he's the most underrated like actor, TV actor. It's true. The kid's talent is endless. And a lot of it gets overlooked because of how beautiful he is and because he sold yogurts for a little while. <laughs> But let me tell you something. You go back and you watch Family um, Family Feud, Family Matters. Come on, man. What was it called? Full House. Full House. I'm just joking, John. I know what it is. It's comedy. You go back and you seriously, this is, I'm not being facetious. He played this Greek dude. He sent me the clip, Cousin Stavros. I mean, he's hilarious. He was hilarious on Full House. That Disney show, I got addicted to. I watched the whole thing. It's about female basketball players, and it's on Disney. John Stamos doesn't know a thing about basketball. You watch that, you're like, this kid probably coached at Indiana. That's how good of an actor he is. He's hilarious. And the kid is a musician. It's not fair. It's not fair. And he's Greek, which means he's a superior people. He's a superior He's a friend with Jesus. He has a face like a Jesus Christ. Yanni has a face 
He represented the Greeks. He represented the Greeks. How he keeps his face looking young? Because the Greeks put olive oil in the face. Black people put the Vaseline. Greeks, we put the olive oil. Everything we put the olive oil keeps you young. This is what happened. So, Yannis, this is what Yannis Demos means to the Greek community. We protect him and anything happens. Anything. John Stamos is like to the Greek community what Derek Jeter is to New York. Derek Jeter. How many women did he make sign NDAs? I used to work at a nightclub. I saw Derek Jeter out there every night partying. Not one accusation from a woman. Not one person tried to sue him for his money. Why do you think that is? Why do you think Derek Jeter was never sued or got into any trouble? The amount of philandering and partying he did, I'll tell you why. Because New York protected Derek Jeter, okay? You, you, you accuse Derek Jeter of a crime? Guess who's showing up? The NYPD. Guess who the NYPD is? 40,000 Yankee fans from Staten Island. They're showing up going, what happened here? He's saying he hurt you. Do, do you know what time he, you know, do you know it's the fucking playoffs? What are you fucking crazy? Now, how come you got cocaine on you? You got fucking cocaine. So you want to go home? You want to go to jail? You want to go home? They did the Denzel on them when they accused Derek Jeter of something. The NYPD just became Denzel Washington from training day. They're like, you want to go home or you want to go to jail? Because it's the second round of the fucking ACLS and Derek Jeter is king. That is the way Greeks treat John Stamos. Okay, John Stamos could murder my mom. And I'll be like, you know what? She fell. She fell. We need John Stamos out there representing the Greek community with the face like Jesus and the talent that's endless. He's a god. He has philotimo. He's Greek spirit. Did he leave or is he still there? Growing up, John Stamos was my favorite actor. He shaped me from TV since I had no dad. Uh, everyone knew about it. He's a good man. So, these are facts. Thank you, Jason Fibres. These are facts. John Stamos is protected at all costs. He's protected at all costs. You could put it like this. If anybody tries to sue or say anything bad about Stamos... We will take him like the Capitol Guard police took AOC and throw her back into her, into her office and protect her. Nothing will happen. You're safe. Stamos, as long as I'm here, I will be your ineffective bodyguard, okay? You're my Whitney Houston. I'm your Kevin Costner. Someone tries to do something to you, I will jump in front of the bullet for John Stamos. Can I be your stunt double in your next Disney movie? Can I be your lighting stand-in? Someone just said, Stamos greater than Cosby. The Long Island Greek is looking more like a young Howard Hughes. I don't know what that means. I'm not from Long Island. If there isn't a Greek buddy cop movie starring John Stamos and Yanni Nagasaki, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> that would be funny. Yanni, extra Franken-beans for wearing a green shirt against the green screen last episode. Yes, I'm sorry. I know I wore a green shirt. I mean, what do you think this is? Franks and beans. What do you think this is? 
okay? My studio is in my old apartment. What do you think we're doing here? This isn't HBO. There's no wardrobe person. Okay, Jesse smoked weed for half of his life. He forgot. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? Frank's He's a finger beans. painter. Sergio Chacon just walked in. He's got a parakeet in his fucking backpack. He loves animals. And talk about someone who loves, loves Sean King. It's Sergio. He bought his book. Franks and beans. <laughs> I said, Sergio, what Tamir Rice's mom posted today. And Sergio went, nah, man. Nah, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> um, lastly, California. Oh, my liver hurts. Oh, God. Um, so the Supreme Court's back in action, Jess. We'll end on this. Supreme Court's back in action. And uh, they they ruled in favor of a cheerleader who was suspended from the cheerleading squad for posting on social media, fuck school, fuck cheering, fuck whatever. And the Supreme Court ruled that is, that is a violation of the First Amendment. This is a big ruling since there hasn't really been a student kind of public school First Amendment issue since the Vietnam War era. So the Supreme Court upheld the First Amendment here saying, hey, outside of school grounds, on her own time, you know, uh, she can say what she wants. She can express herself. Teenagers have to be free to express themselves. They don't always say positive things. It's all part of the growth process. I hope we take a lesson from that. You know, people say wrong things. It doesn't mean they're horrible people. People grow. People change. Um, and maybe her school sucks. Maybe her cheerleading squad sucks. Who are you to say, oh, she gets suspended because she's fucking making the school look bad. She was off school grounds. But they did have a caveat that, you know, there's these other it's it's it's, you know, yelling, yelling fire in a, in a, in a movie theater type things where you can't say this on school grounds. You can't threaten people in the school, off school. There's caveats because, guys, this isn't a comic book we live in. Okay, adults need to negotiate and navigate the grown-up world. And a lot of times there's gray zones and context always matters. So everyone, please get off the internet, pick your head up, and grow the fuck up. I'm Yanni Longdays, and let's talk about some Patreon episodes. Patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. Go join. Get in the bathtub. I will not stop until my cult of long haulers is bathing with me while I bathe doing the bonus episodes every week. Squeaky clean. I tried to end it and the fans, the long haulers said, no, we want it. Because I thought maybe this is a little too crazy that I'm doing the bonus episode in the bathtub. And I said, guys, do you want me to do this officially? And they said, no, we're bathing with you now, cuz. I found a new joy for bathing. It relaxes you. It's like an ASMR video. It's like a Klondike bar. Don't take Klonopin. Bathe with Yanni. Patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. The rigorous podcast with Maurice is available now at the $5 level. That's it. To watch it with Maurice and Sergio Chicone. Check it the fuck out. Also, I got dates coming up. Soul Joel's, I will be doing more research. It's a character show, July 31st, Royersford, Pennsylvania. Then I got Tampa in August. Uh, then we got, uh, no, I'm sorry. We got San Antonio in August. And then we got Tampa in September. Then we got Richmond. Go to my um Website, GiannisPapasComedy.com. Jesse took away the S too many there. So that's the actual address. Okay, go to GiannisPapasComedy.com for your tickets. Check my tour schedule. Get those tickets if you live in those areas. 
and um, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. We got expenses here. Support the show. Be a producer. What an era. Now for some small business shout outs. I got to start with my boys about to get his video up on my on my gram and all my socials like he deserves. You got to give it up for Mike Milanov. Okay. We don't know if he's Romanian. He hasn't told us. We have He hasn't told us. Uh, was it Romania? No, it wasn't Romania. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Fuck. I mean, one of those countries you never think about. <laughs> one of those countries that like formerly of the Roman Empire that just never, uh, you know, adapted a identity for itself. You know, I think Romania and Bulgaria have had a few like big time gymnasts, but that's not enough to make people care about your country. Um, Mike Milanov, uh, you got to follow him at Fix Nation on the gram. T-H-I-X. N-A-T-I-O-N, all one word, Fix Nation. The kid is a wild kid. I think he lives out there in Beverly Hills. The kid's got a little moolah. I don't know what his profession is, but I think it has something to do with dealing drugs. Okay? And he's going to get his video from Long Island Larry very soon. Your video's going up, okay? Now, what are we doing here? MS-13 is everywhere. They're on the windows. Don't leave the city. This. Be careful, okay? I want to go to King Cutland. I want to get the sandwich. I'm Long Island, what's going on? What's go Meet me at the Whit Waltman Wall. Meet me at the Whit Waltman Wall. We're brought to you as always by, uh, God, it's so good to have this guy in the ecosystem of Yanni Long Days. Rob's Mental Playground. Rob's Mental Playground. You got to go follow this kid because he's, he's a fucking hyena wild. Go to robsmentalplayground.com, YouTube, Rob's Mental Playground. And just buy something for him, from him. Support the show. His art is incredible. He's finishing up the hyena in the bathtub. Rob's Mental Playground. Follow him. Then we're brought to you by auto, uh, ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. Shout out uh, to Jared. Um, get your, if you're moving your car anywhere, ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. Get your nationwide free quotes um, no matter what. You got a car, you're moving, you got to move it. You know who to call. ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. I think they have fucking national commercials, goddammit. Uh, Eastside Cheesecakes. When are, they, when are you sending the cheesecake? I gave you the address. I want my cheesecake. Send me the cheesecake. Give it to me. My key lime pie cheesecake. Dude, go look at their gram and just your mouth waters, okay? You might get a chub in your pants. It's so good you can tell. These guys do everything from scratch. They're a couple, Julia and Gregory, from New York that moved to LA during the pandemic, started this company, and their gram just keeps growing and growing, and their orders are growing and growing. EastsideCheesecakes.com, if you're in the Los Angeles area, get yourself a cheesecake. Go follow them on the gram. That's where it starts. Eastside Cheesecakes. Okay, and eastsidecheesecakes.com. Check them out. Follow them on the gram for your food porn. Joseph DeMonte. Guess who went to Blue Agave today and had two mojitos before we filmed? Me and Jesse Scatoro. Love Blue Agave. Support local in Bay Ridge. Go to Blue Agave. Get yourself a casadala. Blue Agave, 3rd Avenue. Follow them on the gram for food porn. Blue Agave, Bay Ridge. All one word. Um, Max, Mr. Good Guy Long. You got a refrigeration problem? Don't hire a bad guy. Hire a good guy. 
A guy who listens to podcasts in his truck where he works out of, okay? The guy works out of his truck. Seattle and Palm Springs, if you're in those two areas, you're moving to those two areas, and you got a problem with your refrigerator. If all those things line up in your life, where you live in Seattle or you live in Palm Springs, you live in Seattle, Antifa's come in there and broken your refrigerator and spray-painted it, you know who to call. Max, Mr. Good Guy Long, Good Guy's Refrigeration. Check them out. Call them up. Um, and that's it. Now for our Patreon members, welcome to the long haulers. Okay. So John Stamos wanted me to read this. So I'm going to read it. Not uh, just because it's complimenting me, but because it's complimenting me. John Stamos in the chat said, I love you. I love you. I love you. And before you said nice things about me, I told everybody what a genius you were. I said you were the Greek Robin Williams, not because you're just as hairy as him. Because you're just as fast and funny, and I love you, and I'm not just saying this because you're saying nice things about me. Read this. So I just read it, John. There you have it. He also said, uh, my nose is brown and and white, uh, some from the yogurt and some from putting my, my because I'm brown-nosing his ass. <laughs> so there you have it. I was giving him compliments, but, you know, we do protect John Stamos at all costs. Now to the Patreon names. Join patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays for bonus episodes every single week, including the rigorous podcast with Marisa for Marisa fans. Um, so, uh, and including, uh, other content as well. So please join support the show, patreon.com slash Yanni long days. Uh, first up n- new to the long haulers. We got hooked on Giannis like phonics eating Sonic kids got a bad diet, but he listens to the podcast. Then of course we got the, uh, m- modernities of amenity <laughs> backwards amenities of modernity. Then we got Sonia Gonzalez Martinez. Sonia's in here. Shout out, Sonia, our friend Sonia. Thank you, Sonia. Then we got uh, Adam Solomon, Kevin Pomfrey, Pomfrit, Kevin Pomfrit. Isn't that potatoes in Belgian, uh, French or whatever? Then we got Maxine Caruso, Maxine Carusco. Maxine, make sure the sauce is sliced thin. Then we got Jaeger Vaden or uh, Jaeger Vaden, however you pronounce it. Welcome, Christian. Victoria Martinez, Nikki, my glue stick is the KKK because it always has a white hood on Schubert. <laughs> so the kids got an uncupped uh, glue gun. Then we got Heather P., Drew, Wilson, and Katie Shelton. I love when couples join together. It's like a, they get a discount. <laughs> then we got Wiener, Clit, McGillicuddy. <laughs> Wiener Clip McGillicuddy. Thank you. Then we got uh, Landon Bolts. Welcome, Jordan. Then we got Chrissy D left Yanni P harder than the lean of AOC. I don't really quite get that. Harder than the lean of AOC. Uh, Tyler Bergen. Then we got Daniel Screwed In Kid here for the content. Straight to the back. Then we got Aaron. Welcome, Aaron. Then we got Cutie with a smoothie and a big old ghetto booty. That's a good one. Probably the best one. Then we got Jose Penguin Ramirez. I love those chicken fingers. What's up, Penguin? Then we got Matt Powers, Tatiana Petford, Tatiana Petford. And that's it, right? Yeah. That's it. Patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays.